glass of beer and talk about uh, all the things we care. So spare a minute of your time. Oh, it's time for. Beer in the Studio, how beer and art flourish together. Today we climb to a secret art studio above a brewery. An art campaign restores beer's reputation after World War II, and brewers around the nation move to support modern artists. Our guest today is Sarah, artist and co-owner of Pivo Brewing in Kalmar, Iowa. Grab a brush a beer, turn on some Bob Ross, and let's get to it. Now it's time for some fun, time for some dares. I have a question. Does a beer can ever catch your eye as you're walking down an aisle? This happened to me following an interview with Pivo Brewing and Blepta Studios. Sarah is a talented artist and a brewery co-owner, so I had both beer and art on the mind as I looked down at this particularly fantastic beer can art design. I thought, man, each of the now over 9,000 breweries in the U.S., they need artists. They need creatives. And the more I looked into the history of the two, the more intertwined both beer and art seemed to become. In this episode, we'll do three things. First, we'll delve into the role art played in restoring the reputation of beer after World War II, when the lingering stigmas of prohibition still permeated throughout society. Second, we'll examine a few of the many modern relationships between breweries and artists. And finally, throughout all of this, we'll talk with Sarah about her art studio, brewery, and the relationship she finds between the two. Got me feeling like... It's a cold day in Kalmar, Iowa. I pull up the van to a large, deceptively designed complex of suburban-style buildings. This must be it. I have no appointment today for the interview at all. Just shooting my shot, as they say. I walk through a crowd of locals and visitors alike towards the bar. I talk with the bartender for a bit who grabs Sarah and we begin to talk. Minutes later, we arrange to talk in her studio. And so, I grab noodles and the gear, walk past the many beer drinkers, and ascend up a staircase filled with beautiful paintings. Sarah and I both sit down, and we begin to talk. I just trudged in here and asked for an interview, and here we are up in your studio. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's great to have you here. Let's talk a little bit about how we got here. What are the seeds that led us to sitting here in your studio above your brewery? Sure. Um, we had this idea, my myself and the other owner, Craig, um, mm-hmm. probably about 10 to 12 years before we actually began the business. He was in the Air Force. And so he was looking to see what the next step would be after retirement. Mm -hmm. Just had a light bulb moment one day and said, Oh my gosh, wouldn't a brewery would be so great. Let's do that. And I said, you know, what I've always wanted to do is have an art studio. And so that's how the two of those came together. And we decided let's do it. And uh, we did. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. So, so you definitely 
were the art studio side of things. How did that go coinciding with opening a brewery? Was it more difficult to open two things at once? Or did you open the brewery and then start the studio or vice versa? No, we like to do things all at once most of the time. (laughs) Um, So we built all of the the structure here. When we bought the land, it was two pine trees and some fields. Mm -hmm. So the studio was in the upstairs part of the two-story portion. And the whole building is meant to look somewhat residential. You're supposed to be a little bit confused about whether, does that, is that a really big house? You were were very successful because I was confused myself. Yes. (laughs) We like to confuse people as much as we can. Um, But no, it's, it's intentional because we like people to feel at home. Um, that's the whole point of this place is you can gather people together and they can spend time with either the people who happen to be around or the people who came with them. They can gather as a family. Hmm. Um, so that's really important to us, both in the studio and in the tap room. Both in the studio and in the tap room. Let's delve into a very interesting example of art helping the beer industry. I'll be using and quoting an article by the Brews Brothers published on craftbeer.com entitled, How Art Helped Convince Post-World War II America That Beer Belongs. Beer is massively accepted today as just something that exists, as evidenced by the influx of breweries and beer drinkers everywhere. But many will know that that was not always the case. Let's go back, if you will to 1940s America. Prohibition was repealed a bit ago, but the shadow cast by its implementation lingered long after alcohol became legal. In 1941, and eight years after the passage of the 21st Amendment ending Prohibition, 7,700 jurisdictions and 12,400 local option elections voted to be dry. So, it was very evident that a large portion of the population still held negative views towards the consumption of alcohol. This outlook continued largely through America declaring war in December of 1941. In fact, Modern Brewery Age wrote, quote, The ghost of national prohibition has returned and will attempt to come to life under the guise of wartime need, end quote. Okay, we know the American brewing industry is not now on solid ground. So this is the context that led to the brewing industry's wartime campaign. I will now quote the article. Generally, the ads conjured up small pleasures the soldiers were fighting for. The ads also described beer as a beverage of moderation, and it ended with words similar to a glass of beer or ale, not of crucial importance, surely. Yet, it is little things like that that mean home to all of us, that do so much to build morale, ours and his, end quote. And so, you can kind of see the importance of beer at home with family, not in saloons or bars, places credited with sparking the prohibition movement to begin with, became a key aim of beer marketing in changing the public's perception of beer in America in the 1940s and later 50s. This is where art comes in. To mobilize public opinion, the brewing industry needed to produce images that really connected with people. Beer campaigns began to hire many well-known artists to create idyllic American scenes that included beer. 
Artists like Lucille Corsos, Doris Lee, Jillian Binford, Miriam Appel, Fletcher Martin, and William Palmer. It's kind of cool. Doris Lee's Harvest Time now hangs in the Smithsonian Reynolds Center for American Art. Without many of these now iconic images made thoughtfully in collaboration with artists, the beer industry likely would have taken longer to recover. Quote, 1941 to 1945 saw beer consumption grow from 56.8 million barrels to 80, end quote. Hey, they did something right. Let's get back to Sarah. So the tap room, it has a very communal feel, but the studio, you have to go upstairs and it feels very warm and kind of similar. Can you talk a little bit about the similarities in your mind to what's special about being around a brewery, being in a brewery and being in your own studio? The really nice thing about having the studio that is at a brewery um, is it's a great way to get together with your friends. Um, and again, you can show up as a, a person all by yourself and just hang out with the people who happen to be there too. Um, the communal nature, as you mentioned. Um, so about once a month, I have a art class and it's usually geared toward adults. Um, but kids sometimes it mm-hmm. depends on what we're doing. Um, and so I do the paint and sip kind of thing where lead everybody through each step of the project and, um, everybody has a good time together and goes home with, um, a project that they are hopefully happy with. And if they're not, then they have good memories of the fun they had when they made this horrible object. So (laughs) (laughs) one thing I noticed, uh, one thing I noticed uh, coming into the tap room, at least is you have like 40 taps. We Uh, do a lot of, lot of different taps. Do you, in terms of art, do you feel the same way where it's like, I, I can do a bunch of anything it yeah um At that's once. that's interesting so the i do i do the the classes where people come together and we do the paint and sip um also i make earrings i make them out of um poured paint so i pour paint in a big mess onto uh freezer paper and let that dry and then i cut out the pieces that i like and make those into earrings oh. um and then i also make these fancy eggs and so you said you were in spillville at the Beely clacks i was yeah and so they they love the whole egg thing too it's kind of an eastern european um tradition in that mm-hmm. art form and so that's definitely a solitary uh, activity that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's great to have all that variety. Speaking of variety, let's briefly talk about three modern examples of the relationship between art and beer. I'll be using and quoting an article entitled Creating Masterpieces, The Relationship Between Art and Beer. Published in All About Beer magazine, written by Don Se. Let's start right away with a quote from the article that hit generally what I'm trying to say here. Quote, Beer and visual art are very much connected, and some in the industry as well as consumers are passionate about both and find ways to enjoy them. End quote. Our first example comes from Gigantic Brewing Co. of Portland. Here's what's so cool about Gigantic. They only have one regular beer. Every single other beer is a one-off, limited creation. And so for every new beer they release, Gigantic selects an artist 
and commissions a unique artwork for each of its beer labels. Each can and each poster that they release afterwards is collectible. It's really cool to look at on their website. Our second example is from Victory Brewing Co. of Downington, Pennsylvania, who hosted a beer and art pairing event, which is awesome, at a beer festival in D.C., which later turned into an art auctioning festival in collaboration with Dogfish Head. Lastly, an example that hits close to home, and my favorite example, Half Acre Brewing Company in Chicago releases Beer Hates Astronauts, which is, according to their website, quote, a liquefied testament to Ryan Brown's comic God Hates Astronauts, end quote. Which basically, it's a, it's a beautifully drawn and truly wild comic <laughs> that they later based a beer on. I genuinely could keep going, and I want to, but if you need further proof that beer and art are intimately linked, look at any one of the beer cans that line your local grocery store. Let's get back to Sarah at Plepta Studios. Can I ask about the location that you ended up choosing? You grew up in Spillville, which is how how far away is it for five minutes? Spillville is, yeah, five minutes or something. Um, And so I grew up outside of Spillville on a Mm -hmm. farm. Um, Conover would be the name of the little town that was next to where I grew up. How many many people? Uh, Conover today has 10 people. Oh, yeah. Whoa. It's very tiny. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, so, but back in the day, it had apparently, uh, you know, over two dozen saloons and stuff. It was a, a train depot stop. Um, it's interesting. So it's, it's a ghost town. And okay. interestingly, that town is the one that started the trend of naming all of the beers after towns. Okay. So I don't know if you noticed with all of our 40 taps, but. Um, almost all of our beers, the ones that we make full batches of, Mm -hmm. they each get a town name. And so it all started with Conover Cucumber, um, was the beer that started the trend. Okay. So, so so you came back with, with the mindset that you want to be entrenched in the community. Definitely. Yeah. Um, both myself and the other owner, Craig, we both grew up in Winnishik County here. We would both call Spillville our hometowns. We Mm -hmm. both grew up on farms. When we looked at where to locate, we really liked being back in this area. We we just have a lot of connections with friends and family. We love the natural beauty of the space, um, feel just very grounded and connected here. Mm. Um, and we also thought, hopefully, that this business that we would create would be a good asset to the community. And so that was important to us as well. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question, Sarah. And it can be anything about the brewery. It can be anything about the studio. Okay. I ask this to everybody. What keeps you going? What keeps me going? My goodness. Um, I apologize. It's a, <laughs> it's a big question. It is. It is. <laughs> Go out with a bang, as they say. Okay. Okay. I just love the work. There is not much that I do here for work that I don't enjoy. I mean, there's a few things, but not <laughs> There much. always is. There always is. Mm-hmm. There's some of the paperwork and some of the, you know, glamorous things about owning a brewery and art studio are not so fun. But most of it, I love. Like, I love this job way more than any other job I've ever had. This is the first time that I am in charge of employees. And I really like the sense of family that we have built in the, our employees. I think that's 
really great. And so, yeah, that's what keeps me going is just, I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you can tell. I love this space. And thank you for letting me just jump right in here and ask you questions on a microphone. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. What keeps you going? What keeps me going? Yeah. Talking to people like you. Well, great. (laughs) Sarah, thank you so much. You're welcome. There you go. Beer and art are more closely related than you might think. The many mid-20th century ads referenced can be found through a link in the show notes. Really worth a glance, in my opinion. And God Hates Astronauts is a crazy wild ride of a comic if you also get the chance to look into it. But if not, just Google the can art of Beer Hates Astronauts. Otherwise, thank you, genuinely, for listening to the Beer Nomad podcast. Noodles and I put a lot of work into this. If you really find value in the show, it helps us continue doing what we're doing if you rate, review, and subscribe so you know when new episodes come out. Otherwise, follow us on Instagram at the Beer Nomad Van. That is it for this week. Drink good beer and be good to each other. Cheers. Mm-hmm.